We're going to stand up and read God's word in Exodus chapter 12. Those issues that I've not handled here, I will handle them some other time. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of month. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little, for the lamb lets him and his neighbor next unto his house, take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your account for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. He shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and he shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the house, houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the patanance thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. And thus shall ye eat it, with your loins guided, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite, smite the land of Egypt. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. You may be seated. I want to call this subject uh, the conditions of the Passover. I think I have preached it here before. Yes, so we want to look at it again. 
Now the conditions is what we have read exactly. And Passover means death pass over them. Trouble. Pestilence. Plague. Passing over them. Counting, being counted worthy. To survive the wrath of God. He put his conditions for them. If I'm to pass over you, this is what must be done. The way, the way we have read it, this you must do. Now, it didn't matter what a Jew you were. It didn't matter what a believer of Moses you are. What a fan of Moses you are. It didn't matter. You had to do what it required. They didn't come to talk about it. They came to do it. They came to obey what the voice of God has said. Oh, we have received the voice of God in these last days. And the voice of God is telling us this is the evening time. Darkness is coming upon the earth. Trouble is coming. And you must have the blood. You must have the token. Or else, the death angel will not spare you. The blood was a token for identification. The blood identified that the worshiper had slain the lamb. And accepted the lamb. And applied the token to himself. That he was not ashamed. He didn't care who saw it. He wanted everybody to see it. And it was placed in such a position that everybody passing could see that token. So the blood was for identification. That was a token there. As an identification. Today, God has given us a token. 
for identification that we have accepted the lamb we have accepted a substitute Jesus Christ is our Passover lamb Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is our substitute. Yesu Kristo gwe mutango gwa fogwa webwayo. Jehovah's requirement is Yakuwa chiyali ayagala there must be death. Wate wali wetekedo kubera okufa. Death must take place. Okufa kulino berawo. A sinner must die. Omono nyalino kufa. The wages of sin is death. Empera yechibi kufa. But again Jehovah being rich in mercy he accepted a substitute and today our substitute is the Lamb of God Jesus Christ Jesus is the Lamb of God who took our place it doesn't matter how good you are if you have kept all the law that will not spare you God does not look at your works he will not spare you because you don't drink he will not spare you because you don't commit adultery he will not spare you because you don't steal he will spare you because you have accepted Jesus Christ to be your substitute. God rich in mercy he has offered a substitute to the whole world whosoever will and Jesus Christ is God's offer as a substitute. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son as a substitute that was able accepts him he atones for him. Jesus yes. is the whole substitute for me. And I have accepted that. Brother, sister, when we live here, we will need an identification. We will need God's mercy. I was thinking about some people this morning. For instance, I thought of this uh, Muslim leader who has just died. He has lived true to Islam. He has fought a lot of battles. And they call him the Lion of Islam. A very uh, courageous man. And now he dies. In the way he really trusted Allah. So I was imagining him reaching beyond the curtain and he realizes 
that Allah is not God. He realizes Allah is some, something else. He realizes that Allah has no heaven. He realizes that he is being taken to the dark road. Because the world must know that Jesus Christ yes, is the only way, the only truth, and life. Whatever does not trust Jesus for salvation, he is lost. You ask me. Do you mean all Muslims will be lost? Yes. All religions are false. All will be lost. And who will be saved? It is those who trust Jesus Christ. Those individuals that trust Jesus Christ, Jehovah's provided sacrificial lamb. Those are the only people who will be saved. They may not like it when they hear it. But that is true. And people think that God is so merciful and is so kind and is so loving until you cannot take many people to hell. Oh no. Yes, he's so loving and is so kind. That's why he has provided us a substitute. That is God's kindness. Jesus yes. is God's kindness for you. Yes. Jesus yes. is God's love for you. Don't look for his love outside of what he has provided. You are asking too much. You would have asked too much. God when God gave you Jesus he had given you all his love for God so loved the world that he gave he saw you and death was awaiting you he saw you and hell was waiting for you he saw you and he loved you and he gave you Jesus that is God's love now you mean all those billions and billions the Bible says if when they did iniquity hell expanded and it opened wide its mouth without measure that it may swallow all of them in all their multitudes 
Now you can't say nah, there are so many they, they will threaten God to destroy all of them. You wouldn't, now you don't know God. God is full of love. During the days of Brother Branham, the preachers who would say, God, God, God is a loving God. God is a God of love. God is a loving God. He say yes. God is a loving God. But also, God is a God of judgment. People must understand that. He's a loving God. And he's a God of judgment. Praise God. And he has already given us an illustration of how his serving will look like. The Bible tells us of a God of a God who delivered two million people after two and a half and of the two and a half only two survived the rest died so can you imagine actually those who the death angel passed over and they crossed the Red Sea. There were two and a half million people. And of all them, the Bible says God was not well pleased. He was not pleased with them. Those were not even sinners. Those were not Egyptians. Those, those were the called out the called out ones two and a half million people a called out group those were we are not talking about Catholics and Muslims the Egyptians, all of them, they died. When he called out two and a half million people, how many Egyptians, what was the population of Egypt? If only this small tribe, the family of one man, Jacob, Jacobo. there were two and a half million people. What about the rest of Egypt? What was the population of Egypt? Millions and millions of people. Maybe 50 million. That generation, all of it, died. And we shall not find any in heaven. What about other nations at that time? Because those who perished without law, those who died without law, 
The Bible said they shall perish without law. You see, God in that time, he was having his salvation center only with Israel. Anything outside Israel was perished. Because when Jesus came here, when Arthur died, those people rose. The Old Testament elects rose. But that resurrection was all in Canaan. Only Canaan. Other areas of the world. People who were born from 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 Abel. That time, from that time, they were all born to perish. So Israel, those were only the message group. And now that church of the message people we are two and a half million people. The message church and out of the two million two and a half million message believers God served only two. What happened to the rest? Jesus said, Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and they perished. There is no hope about them. So people wonder, You mean all Catholics? You are talking about Catholics? I'm talking about message believers. You're talking about Catholics. Those who are not, have not even refused to repent. You're talking about Muslims. Those who are who worship a fallen God. God. We are talking about message believers. One out of a million. Let me give you a shocking quote. We know it. That people who will go in the rapture. Are those ones filled with the Holy Spirit. No man with no Holy Spirit. Will find themselves in the rapture. There is no such man. Amen. If you're here and you have no Holy Spirit, I want you to know this clearly. No man with no Holy Spirit will go in the rapture. Now, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit,
spirit is the token we are talking about here. That God is saying that if I see that, I will pass over you. But the Holy Spirit, what is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, it is the life the life which was in God and it came into Christ then from Christ it came into you and if he puts that life in you it means that you will bear fruit worth of that life The Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit it is not emotion and senses. The Holy Spirit it is not falling down. The Holy Spirit it is not experience. But the Holy Spirit is not the whole But he brings the experience and the rest of those. But the Holy Spirit is not that. The Holy Spirit it is the life of Christ in a believer. The Holy Spirit is a being. He is a person. Of Jesus Christ. In a believer. That is the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit. You have literally received the person of Jesus Christ. Dwelling in you. And when he's in you. He is the word. So he will obey the word. He will live according to the word. And he will bear the fruits of the word. The Holy Spirit is the word. You find believers. Now you see. Now you are, you are following. You are busy me. Yet you know I'm still young. I don't have the Holy Spirit for you have. I've not even got the Holy Spirit. Now you want to be sympathetic with me. For you you have the Holy Spirit. Who told you that he has it? Now already the fruits you are describing are evidences of somebody with no Holy Spirit. Now for you are telling them I've had such cases. I made people like that. Now that sister she knows that I've not yet received Holy for her but for her she would have been behaved well but she's always abusing me quarreling. she does this and that she does this. yet she has it is like if you know you have now, you, now that is when you are very careful 
to, to testify very well for the Holy Spirit. You don't protect the Holy Spirit. It is He who protects you. You don't give the Holy Spirit good works. He gives you the good works. If you had Him, He would have bore good fruits in you. Now why do you think that, that this friend of yours your husband or your wife why do you think he has him yet he's a luma monga yet he hates brethren he's always criticizing them He's always talking about them. Now you talk about your friends. You talk about sister so and so. You talk about brother so and so. You talk about somebody's family. Yet you have the Holy Spirit. Who told you that he has him? Who told you? He said he has him. He's the one who said if you call yourself the first lady, have you become one? Huh? <laughs> if you say I'm a general, have you become one? Haven't you ever seen young boys somersaulting? I am a commando. Have they become one? Now listen, listen to this quote. Now I wouldn't embarrass this congregation. Or even myself to you. But I wonder if I could ask you this morning which one in this crowd all these people that had the Holy Ghost it would Probably be 95% of you raise your hands. That you had the Holy Ghost. Why? Why? You got an experience. You speak on tongues one moment. You felt the power. You fell down. You cried. No kaba. You shouted. No lekana. You ran around the church. No dukana we tole kanisa. So you have the holy. Katoli no moyam tukuvu. Because you testified. Kumanga wa ujulida. How many have received the holy ghost? Bamakaba from moyam tukuvu. You raise your hand. No no wani komkono. You came and testified. No jano ujulida. That is how it's supposed to be. Bwechi to bachi no kubera. That is even how it was in the book of Acts. But it doesn't end there. So if I ask how many here have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, 95% we raise the hand. Then I turn around and give you a Bible evidence. 
And I doubt whether there would be one or two hands go up. Then he says, See, just just tie it in such a place, but when you do that, see, you are also hurting your congregation. But you've got to get them out of the babyhood. And get them into manhood. Get out of babyhood. That you can have the Holy Ghost. And you remain a fornicator. That you can have the Holy Ghost. And remain listening to the wordless song. That you can get the Holy Spirit and you remain a backbiter. A rumamongala. And indifferent. You sit and you get someone and you talk and talk and talk about someone. And someone will wonder your motive. If that person is in wrong. How does it help? Talking about him. Talking about her. How can believer? Just talk about someone. How that person is wrong, how he's fallen, how he's indecent. How I say he has this, how he did this, how he's a hypocrite. How does it help? If you are talking on how to save him or her, and from there, you start getting the process. One, let us fast for him. Two days. Three, let us go and talk to her. That is different. But just talking. And when someone learns, so, so we are talking about you. You complex. What kind of brethren are these? And you claim to have the Holy Ghost? No way. No way. You are deceived. I even doubt whether you are a believer. Believers respect the word of God. Believers what makes you a believer is respect to the word of God. And all the word of God. That's what makes you a 
actually you can have the Holy Ghost baptism a hundred times every day you die and go to hell. Yet, it is the Holy Ghost that takes us to heaven. But, if the Holy Ghost is raining, rain comes on the weeds and it comes on the crops. Then what determines whether you are a crop or a weed? Decision. Some people are not approaching Christianity with a proper decision. Decision is so powerful. Even Lucifer to be Satan, he decided. Lucifer He had a chance. To decide to obey Jehovah eternally. But he decided to be selfish. Decision. So people, they want to go to heaven. But they have not decided to completely live a separated life. From the world, from this and that, to live for God. And they're not ready to repent. Some are in the church. Some are in the church because their husband believed. And because the husband believed the message, so you're in the church. And because you have never made up your mind to be obedient to every iota of the message. You make an unbeliever and you are a problem even to your husband. To make you learn that you should never get a, a razor touch your hair. You say why? But you are too much. Message too much. David said the Lord, the, the, the laws of God. The, 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 the status of God make him happy. God is status. Says they make him joyous. It is joy to obey them. But I will tie them on my doorpost. My Every time I wake up, I look at them. Every time I return home, I look at them. For you, why is it that the, the status of the message are hard for you? 
Why are they so hard for you to obey them and to move in them and even to train your children in them? Why is it a conflict to make you obey? Decision. Even Lucifer has a has had a decision. Lucifer but when he made the decision he made, he became a demon. So because you come to God with an undecided, an honesty, an unsincere heart, you have not obeyed the message. You don't love the message. You don't love the message. It's like we are coerced to the message. You are hearing the message for selfish, selfish reason. You want to go to heaven. That is just selfish. And you will not go there. You don't want to go to hell. That is selfish. But you don't love God. And you don't love his word. You don't love his message. You don't. You don't love his messenger. And you don't love his message. So because of your decision that is not full to repent and die out to sin and you live in a life of full surrender and obedience to the message that is why you are a weed and the Holy Spirit can touch you but he's touching a weed he can feel you you can speak in tongues you can fall you can shout you can cry but you are a weed. Even tell your husband. But you church. Are you the one who will carry all the burdens of the church? Everything for the church it is on you. What will the rest do? You go here, you go here in the ministry, missionary work. Missionary, missionary. That you have gone to drive the pastor. Everything which happens in church, you give, you give, you give, you give, you give. You give, you give, you give. We don't even have what to eat, you are giving money. But, 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 but,
Why don't you leave certain things to other people? Watch out you as you are marrying. If I would marry such a woman, I really don't know. I would say, Go, Lord, I asked you for a fish. But what is this serpent doing here? Can I overgive God? Such kind of woman was a problem to David. See, don't you know that the one I've given is the one who saved me from the sword of your father? He's the one who saved me from the wrath of my enemies. Do you think I've given enough? I've not even given yet. I'm starting. A woman who becomes a rock, a hazard to obey God. It's not a blessing, it's a curse. Yes, you are gamba. Jesus said. Today I wanted to preach a message. I had like three sermons and I was wondering which one should I preach. One of the ones which was on my mind it is called the works of Abraham. The works of Abraham. Jesus told those Pharisees men that if you are the offsprings of Abraham, Abraham you would do the works of Abraham. 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 Even before the law, he, he gave Melchizedek the tithe. If your God is a child, you will tithe your income. It is not yours. You will be obedient to give the tithe. Ibrahim. Abraham. They asked Abraham to offer his child Isaac. And he offered him to Abraham. This is too much to give God. There was nothing in Tikatonda Chinongasa Yechinene to the extent of giving his own child. The only child he has. Total obedience. Brother Branham said, Total obedience to the word of God. Entitles you to the token. Total obedience to the word of God. Entitles you to the token. Before God gives you the token, he looks at your, at your obedience. You say you accepted him. He has also to accept you. And the way he accepts you, he measures your faith in the word. 
your obedience. Total obedience. Entitles you to the token. Many times we say, ah. Hey, the world has got stretch out of me. For you to release the world. It is when you have faith as that of Abraham. That faith that can get you, get your child. And you pluck him out of you. And you take them to the mountain. With a knife. With the firewood. You are fully decided to slaughter. And burn him. Because God has desired him. You must obey him to that extent. If you have such faith, there is nothing that can fail to go away from you. You can say this woman has gone. I will never marry. Because the word rejects me. Jesus preached marriage and divorce. If any man will leave his wife or a wife leaves his husband and marry, the one who was divorced where he had gone, she has gone in adultery. And even the one that has married, I will be in adultery. Now the apostles saw the way marriages were breaking in people, among his people. And they say that if people fail in marriage and this one lives, so this one must stay single. You mean if this one fails in marriage, she must stay single? If the marriage issues are so hard to that extent, who will enter the kingdom of God? If Tabitha leaves you but you stay forever until when you will die. And then they said, Lord, how hard to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus said, what is hard before men? It is easy before God. But it is hard. It is hard. Some marriages will fail. But I pray that they don't fail. But you, sometimes you look at the person who is losing this marriage. And you really... This one is at the verge of going to hell. You really see... The marriage, it is like the marriage is failing. You encourage, please bear one another. But every time they try to bear, they cut up, cut up, cut up. Short circuiting. 
Then you know if something does not happen and this marriage survives this brother can hardly live a month without a woman. For this lady, she's still young. Even the Bible tells us not to accept young widows. The Bible, in the Bible there, was a, there was a group of young widows. They had a way which they were handled special. The ones with no more hope for marriage. Even Paul said it below this age, don't accept such in your group, widow's group. For she will get problems. Now you look at this one. Somebody who was not married, who has not yet gotten married. It is easy to stay single. It is easy for a single to stay single. They can live with that hope. Almara will get married. Almara will get married. Then 50 years gone. Now I can finish the journey. But these ones who have tested the marriage and those ones who have married and they failed, it is hard to stand. Real hard. I will not stay alone. It's okay, you won't stay alone. What will you do? Every time you will think about marrying, Think about the hell you're heading to. Because that marriage will be adultery. And adulterers will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Brother Branham comes with the message of marriage and divorce. And he has suffered with a burden for the brethren who married more than once for long. These are are in adultery. And some of them just broke vows. And they married another. And he said they are in trouble. They are in adultery. And adulterers will go to hell. Lord, what can, what can be done? And God comes down one time. He is seeking God. And the, the pillow of fire comes down. Some school that was in the neighborhood. They saw a number light. Pulsating like this. And one head teacher. Opened the classrooms. For the kids to come and see. The phenomenon. 
And the believers who saw it, they said, Brother Branham must be on that mountain. And it was true. God speaking to him, what to do about that. Told, Tell them, they are forgiven. But let them never dare do such a thing and let them even warn their children never to dare Brother Bram said you are forgiven you are caught in that situation and only the believers of this man but he says war and tool and to you who will do it from henceforth. Now you find somebody saying she. I won't stay alone. No sir. Yes. Okay. It is your right. Even Lucifer had the right. But do you know that if you don't remain alone you are going to hell. You have given up that you go to hell as you are sharpening yourself. As you are. Do you know as you are as you are deciding that you are making a choice to go to hell? You know that you are making an unpardonable sin. You are making a decision. As you're bragging, you are making a decision. Which has no reverse. Which has no reverse. Never deceive yourself that God will forgive you. Not according to the message that I know. It says woe unto him that will do that. Jesus could not say whoever does it is in adultery. And for you think you will be in adultery and you go to heaven. Vera for my friend. Hell hold your relationship with a lot of care. If it means, you know, you feed it. Put manure. Put fertilizer. That it die not. If it means bribing. Give her bribe. And give him a bribe. Because I don't mean bribe as bribe. I mean doing something extra. To support that marriage. That he die not. For when it does, you will not mind it to stay single. And when you don't, 
You will be in adultery. The rest of your life. And when you are in adultery, adulterers will not enter the kingdom. Praise God. Am I really preaching my message? I don't know whether I'm preaching my message. But what I'm saying, that token was a sign that you have obeyed the word. And total obedience to the word of God qualifies you for the token. You know, we are saying if your obedience is like that of your father Abraham who would give his own son? Brother, Abraham was a human being like you are. Abraham I would say, like Paul said, that Elijah was a man of like passions. So Abraham was a man of like passion. At one time he was so concerned. You have not given me a child. Here you have given me the whole of this canon. But if I died now. My hair will be my servant. You have given Given me no children. And you say you love me? And finally, he gives him. Now he is telling him to take that child. Slay him. Burn him. And with all his heart. Not knowing that God had plan B. But knowing what God has said is what he's intending. He takes him to the mount. Total obedience. Total obedience. The children of Abraham does the works of Abraham. If every one of us had that level of obedience to the word of God, this place would be a powerhouse. This would be a powerhouse. There would not be one single sinner here. Praise God. Obedience. No one backbiter here. No one liar here. No one fornicator here. No one who has washed a, 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 a wicked 
dirty video here. No one here would have a strange relationship. No one. And then the Holy Spirit would feel everyone would feel everyone here. And miracles would be taking place. That is how the early church was. And we would all be going to heaven. We would all be going to heaven. But here the prophet is saying, if I ask who was the Holy Ghost, 95. Then I say, okay, fine. But now this is the evidence. This is the sign that you have him. Who can qualify to the sign? He said, one or two hands. Hardly. Now where have the 95 gone? They are relying on the anointing they, they felt. They are relying on the experience they got. But if their lives are in moving in the word, they tremble at the word. They work for the word. They respect the word. That is not what they are looking at. Brethren, the message says, if you look at a woman putting on nudely, and your heart lasts is like he's attracted. The first look. God won't judge that first sight. But this second sight. You will answer for that. Meaning. If you look. And you see that. The way this woman looks. Is a temptation. Not a temptation that you're going to, to corner her. No. No. Chikemo, it is a temptation that you will last upon her. It is a last that you will look at her the second time. And the picture in decent images. Take away your eyes. The first time. You may not, you will not answer for that. You didn't intend. But the second sight, you have committed adultery. And adulterers will not enter heaven. Do you believe that? <laughs> Don't keep quiet, say amen. Do you believe that? 
An image can come on my phone. The image can come. For the first time it can come. God won't condemn you on that. You have not... You have not intended. But what are you going to do with this image? Thereafter. Are you going to zoom the photo? Are you going to click on it? Are you going to make it larger? Are you going to, 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 to look so are you going to, to concentrate, concentrate on it? Now you are fornicating. Adulterers shall not enter heaven. Brother Branham said that God God did not remove the law but he amplified the law. Do you believe that is a livable? Do you believe you can live a life where you don't give your eyes to search? I'm giving you the reason why people come they pray and seek God. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. They get experience. But that experience can never take them to heaven. It is like rain falling on the weeds. Because in your heart, you have never decided to live a total obedience. Obedience. To God. You can even have now experiences if you don't have that total obedience. You can even have experiences. They will never change you. Because you are not a true believer. There are three kinds of believers in the church. There is an unbeliever. He is here. Brother Brown said, every church, however small, Brother Brown, there are three kinds of believers. There are those who are skeptics, they are ever debating. And they, and they condemn the word for being too much. Those people, they are beyond. Always complaining. That's an exaggeration. For them, 
Every correction you give them is an exaggeration. It's an exaggeration. We are here. They enter courtship. And they become so close. They look themselves in the car. In the night somewhere. They're going to some rooms alone. With their fiancés. They get so close. They do dirty things around. And when they hear such a kind of preaching, they say exalted. They call it what? They call it extreme. They call it exaggeration. But Brother Branham said, Brother Branham Yagamba, you should never allow that boy to hug you. You should never allow him to kiss you before your wedding. If you do so, you will answer for that act on the day of judgment. It should be when the pastor pronounces you husband and wife. That is when you can ever feel his or her bosom. All her kiss. Before that, any data thing you are doing will be judged by God. And there is one judgment. Lake of fire. It is not exaggeration. It is the word of God. And we tell these young people, don't meet that person alone. Don't go into closets alone. In the name of courtship. Free love. Don't. It is sin. It is dirty. God will hold you responsible. If he will judge the one who looked and he saw an indecent woman and lusted after her and he will condemn that man to hell. And he will condemn that woman who dressed that way. What about the one who hugged? What about that one who did whatever cursing, whatever thing he did? 
They will be judged. They will answer. And when we say answer, it does not mean that there will be a debate. God asking, why did you do it? Answer. No. Answering means it will be brought, you will be brought to book. And there is no lighter punishment than the lack of fire. And God will not have favorites on the basis of the church where they belong. All the message which they believe. Let me tell you this. Belonging to the message church can never save you. Never. Even believing the message does not save anyone. But obeying the message. The token was a sign that you have obeyed. The message of Moses. Today, the token is the life of Jesus Christ that comes out of don't tell me you are going around kissing women hugging women touching women doing whatever dirty thing you are doing with women and you tell me that is the Holy Spirit you, have, you, you are born again is what you're doing contrary to the message? Chokola chikontana nobubaka. Yes. Then are you a believer? Katia wichiba chikona nobubaka katoro orimokiriza. Do you deserve that token? Akabonero okagwanida. Do you deserve a Passover? Ogwanida okuitibuako. No. Nedda. The death angel is coming for such people. He's coming for you. You are a suspect. Listen to this. Then the blood was a token. All identification. The blood identified that the worshiper had slain the lamb and accepted the lamb and applied the token to himself that he was not ashamed. He didn't care who saw it. He wanted everybody to see it. And it was placed in such a position that everybody passing by 
could sit at that token. See, many people want to be Christians. They like to do it secretly. So nobody would know what they were, that they were Christians. Associate run around with some of them would think, well now look, I want to be a Christian but I don't want so and so to know about it. Some of you, the things you identify with, on your Facebook walls, are very ashamed. One would wonder even why you claim to be a Christian. And on your Facebook wall, funny things you do and do there. Then how did you come to be baptized when you have not decided? How did you come to say I accept when you have not decided? It's a paradox. A really hypocrite. Claiming to be a believer of the message. Really black hypocrite. Brother Bram talks of a man. Brother Bram, he was in Meshawaka. He would drink. He would curse. He had a concubine. But he's in the meeting. Speaking tongues. Prophesying. And the Holy Ghost was falling on him. And to Brother Brown, that was a big paradox. And somehow we would see some genuine ones. Angels or among devils. You know, when you find such deeds, you are meeting, you have met a devil. I wonder if he came here. What he would see? He would see a devil playing music. A devil. Saying amen. It's a devil. Singing is special. Your life will show there is nothing like I'm a believer. However, uh -uh. A believer means someone who respects the word of God. That's what it means. Now I'm sure I hope that you got what the token meant. The token is the sign that the blood has been applied. That is the sign that has been asked, required of God. Okalina. We cannot go far into this summer. Maybe we shall touch it another time.
Amen. Amina. Now, Kakati. Brother Branham said, Brother Branham yagamba, we are in the evening time. We are at the end of the world. Judgment Omusango. is moving upon the earth. The death angel Malaiko Okufa is moving Asimbira. upon the earth. Okujakunsi. The great and dreadful day is coming. Do you know the death angel is over Kampala? Do you hear the people who are dying of corona? Some are saying it's propaganda. I don't know. How many have ever heard a man called Tukuragara Matozu? Amina. How many? Very famous man. He was very famous on the radios in Western Uganda. Just last week he died of Corona. Week he went the Corona he amuse. Tikuragaramatozo is is like in the category of of Francis Bale, the late Francis Bale. The fame in in the in the media world. Died. It is said that Muzata died of Corona. I don't know. Maybe maybe many people know. Know. I don't know. Many such figures are dying. Men are dying. And powerful people. The death angel is moving. That's a death angel, brother. That is not natural, natural sicknesses. Sicknesses have always been in the world. But when there is a plague like that, that will even lock the world, lock schools, churches, that's a plague. That's a death angel. He's passing. And he's not one. They are very many. That is one of them. After he has passed, another one is going to be released. We are the end time. We believe as we know. There is no solution anywhere. If they find a treatment for corona, another one will be released. I hear you recently. got a, a vaccine. BBC said that they got a vaccine in the UK. But when we let reach Uganda, they first get enough money out of it and then release it to the other nations. Now, after that, another angel, the one who slaughters. Until the rapture takes place. People will never think the same way. Even the governments of this world will never think the same way. And their decisions, they are like those of mad people. 
Things that are going on in Uganda, we cannot understand them. Recently there was a riot. And people died. I saw with my eyes in a video. Shooting innocent people who are not even part of the riot. Whether it is the government which does it. Whether in the police there are people who are against the government. Or it was an order. From above. From somewhere above. There is a road, a corridor which joins Nkuruma Road to People come to see. People just onlookers, spectators. And they are shot. Innocent. It's not in red. It's not in red. He has just come to see. And then they shoot them. Who has ever seen that? The world has gone insane. And if you ever see any kind of riot, run far away. Don't say they will see me innocent. No. We can't be sure who is behind this. The women who were killed in Entebbe. When there was a conflict between Kaihula and Tumukunde. It, it came out that the president was not part of it. But two generals were choosing each other. Imagine doing such things. The world is insane. We can't be sure. Who is going to shoot you? Or who is going to kill you? We know our government has no heart of killing innocent people. We cannot be sure. What is happening in the world today? You hear them talking of mafias, mafias. We cannot know who are the mafias. We can't know. We are the mafias. They are mafia ring against who? Maybe they are in the government. But they are trying to fight the president. And they are under him. They are mafias. Maybe they are in the opposition. Maybe they are in the government. The whole world is katogo kufa death angel ita ita gumbuli aunti walu kurayotinga duka duka genda waka. If you hear any riot around, run to your house. Duko yingire uwa. Run to your house. That's what is happening today. Brother, sister. Mwanjina zemganda angi. This world, I'm saying. People never think the same way. People are insane. And we don't have long hair. And God has allowed it. Because his word says so. Today, the only safe place is in Christ Jesus. And to enter in him is by the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And living by every word of God.
Let us stand on our feet. Brother, sister. God doesn't know these claims of saying I'm a message believer. He doesn't know such. The angel of death won't pass over you because you are a message believer. He will pass over you because you repented and was filled with the Holy Spirit and the life of Christ is in you. And you can point into the the, 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 the door post and so the blood is there it is there terrifying historic experience no not quoting historical experiences the blood is there but the blood is there meaning the life of the word is being displayed can we speak to the lord the life you live, brother, sister, is a big sign. It's a big sign. Brother Bram said, Brother Branham Yagamba, you cannot rest your eternal destination on a sensation. Brother Branham Yagamba, you are just referring to an a touch of God, a power of God. That you experienced. Surely, Mazima, it was the power of God. But where was it falling? What kind of a heart? That is a big sign. 